Dodge Charger. The FBI and ATF are on the scene as well. This is USA Radio News. Joe Biden is seeking one of the biggest tax increases in history. Now, experts warn these massive tax increases on capital gains and businesses will kill jobs, wreck the economy, and sink the stock market. All this week, Sean Spicer and Lindsey Keith are warning of Biden's tax madness in their special reports. Each night, Spicer and company talks to the experts on what's coming and how you can protect your hard-earned money. Plus, Sean Spicer reveals new details of his upcoming book, Radical Nation. In Radical Nation, you'll find the shocking truth of the Biden-Harris agenda. So tune into Spicer and Company every evening this week on Newsmax, America's channel for real news. Newsmax is on every major cable system. Just check your cable guide. Or get Newsmax on most streaming services or download the free Newsmax app on your smartphone. Newsmax covers the really big stories you need to know. Get Sean Spicer's Radical Nation and make sure you watch Spicer and Company on Newsmax tonight. The Senate is expected to vote today to suspend the debt ceiling. Sixty senators will have to support the bill for the debt ceiling to be suspended through December of 2022. Republicans continue to say they don't intend to help Democrats get the bill through Capitol Hill, even if it means the United States defaulting on its debt obligations. This comes as President Biden is set to meet with banking leaders from across the country on Wednesday. Republican governors are joining Texas Governor Greg Abbott at the U.S.-Mexico southern border on Wednesday. One of them is Montana Republican Governor Greg Gianforte. He explains why he's at the border on Fox News. The reason we're here is to draw attention to this issue. We've been reaching out to the administration. All we've gotten back is crickets, and it's time to bring focus on this. Customs and Border Protection reporting over 200,000 illegal immigrant encounters in the months of July and August. This is USA Radio News. Have you heard the big news? Vent Blotique Las Vegas has a new name. Now you can call this amazing salon Sparkles Beauty Bar. Sparkles Beauty Bar is a full-service salon specializing in blowouts, makeup, cuts, color, and now mobile services. Same great locations in downtown Summerlin and Henderson off of Green Valley Parkway and Horizon Ridge. Check out all they have to offer at sparklesbeautybars.com. That's sparklesbeautybars.com. Let your best hair day be every day. Looking for fresh food? Fast? I have the perfect place to check out. It's the Klondike Grill inside the Klondike Casino at 444 West Sunset in Henderson, Nevada. Start your day off right with the Deuce's Breakfast, which has two eggs, two strips of bacon, two pieces of sausage, and two pancakes. Or maybe after a hard day's work, a nice T-bone dinner will satisfy the palate. Amazing $5 happy hour specials, 3 to 6 p.m. daily. Check out their full menu at klondikesunset.com. That's klondikesunset.com. Come where the locals eat at the Klondike Grill. What doesn't the Beef Jerky Store have when it comes to snacks? 20 different brands of beef jerky, exotic jerkies like buffalo, venison, and kangaroo. Candy, seasoned nuts, specialty cookies, and so much more. Located at the same convenient location downtown at Ogden and 3rd Street for more than 20 years. For more information, go to BeefJerkyStore.com. That's BeefJerkyStore.com. 
Hungry for the best barbecue in Las Vegas? Come out to the infamous barbecue and meat market, John Moles Meats and Roadkill Grill in Las Vegas. John Moles was featured on the Food Network's Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Now take home delicious meat selections for your grill, and while you're there, grab a bite of the best barbecue in Las Vegas. With two locations now at Tom and Gowan or on North Decatur, you're sure to find the perfect meats for your next barbecue or party. Find us online at johnmolemeats.com. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. The Golden Nugget welcomes the Buckinghams back to the showroom on Friday, October 8th, 8 p.m. Kind of a drag when your baby don't love you. from Chicago, the Buckinghams emerged as a top act of the late 60s. They produced hit after hit. Tickets for the Buckinghams on Friday, October 8th are on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. Don't you care? Don't you care? Don't miss the Buckinghams live in concert at the Golden Nugget Showroom Friday, October 8th. Other upcoming shows in the Golden Nugget Showroom include Grand Funk Railroad on Friday, October 15th, Tommy James and the Shondells on Friday, October 29th, and America on November 5th. Get your tickets right now at Ticketmaster.com for all these shows, including the Buckinghams on Friday, October 8th, only at the Golden Nugget, downtown Las Vegas. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information? Directly from the Vegas Wise Guys. The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. And away we go with another edition of Sports Insider Radio. Coming to you from Las Vegas, Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. What a great time of year. 
College football, the NFL is rolling right along. Hockey starts inside a week. NBA just inside two weeks away. There's a lot on the docket. Hey, we got the golfers, the PGA Tour, coming right here to Vegas. Going to be some cool opportunities on the board for that. NASCAR playoffs. There's just so much stuff going on. It's a great time of year. And without further ado, we don't waste time. We head back east, check in with the boys, and see what's shaking. Hello, fellas. What's happening? What's going on, Brian? What's up? What's up? Another day at the beach, boys and girls. It's going to be fun. The NFL, pretty interesting, looking at the... How things are stacking up in both conferences. I mean, it's only week five, but big games coming up. Uh, some teams making some noise, some teams floundering. Well, like we talked about, you know, early in the season, the first three weeks of the season, we basically dedicated as really the preseason. And then obviously yep. now you see what the teams okay. are made of. You see the good teams that are going to start shining and they're going to be more consistent. Obviously, it's the NFL. You can't look at last week, which it, it's so funny, Brian. I wanted to bring this up in an early segment. I have clients that call me and they go, look, uh, you know, I, I can't believe it. I watched this team last week and they look so good and they look so bad this week. I said, yeah, because you can't just look at the sample size of last week and determine the outcome of the following week. And a lot of these guys that are just manually handicapping, watching SportsCenter, seeing the hype because somebody had a great performance the previous week, they're basically using only those metrics for when they actually make a selection for the following week. And, you know, a typical example is, you know, with Tampa Bay, you know, the Patriots were obviously the worst team. They have a new quarterback. Tom Brady's coming to New England. And then you look at that game, and the spread is so high. Why are the Patriots getting six and a half points at home in a big matchup with the rain being a factor? I couldn't tell you how many clients called me Monday morning that were new subscribers. Go, I cannot believe it. Tampa Bay lost. I can't believe they didn't cover. I said, yeah, of course they didn't cover because that's the type of matchup that the Sharps are all over. The Sharps are all over the Patriots. And in that scenario, you're going to find a lot more people that end up signing up with our services in October, in November, in December, when enough is enough, and they find it extremely hard to try to do this on their own. Well said. That was well said. And that's All I care about people. is what Dave has to say. Well, people do that. They overplay one week, and I think this is pretty much our, in my opinion, this is other than shopping around, and the other things, this is our biggest edge is the, the recent, whatever you call it, recent bias. Whatever you guys had a term for it, recent bias or something. But this is, this, is, this is our biggest edge. Some teams like Atlanta just keep losing. Uh, Jets got a nice, nice win. So, I don't know. Interesting, that London game. That's the, one, that, that's the most interesting game this week, uh, in my opinion. I've done bad on those London games, so... Try not to try not now, to Dave, too much question. on it. So hey, let me let me just throw this out there. Even as smart a guy as you are, and you do this for a living, and you do it well, so you've had a bad go of it with the London games, right? Yes. So okay. I, I so think one and eight. Okay. So sleep in. <laughs> yeah, well, I always do, but I wake well, up I, a lot. D- 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 why bother? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. Stay away. 
<laughs> Unless it's a personal pride thing, stay away. There's a there's one good that was trend. It. There's a good trend for that game though, and, and my friend he always says it, and I think that doesn't matter. But he's right. The team, I think, I believe the team that gets there first uh, has has uh, has has performed well against this against the spread. Uh, so that's something you might want to look for. And he's he's real into that. He he really thinks that matters, and it makes sense. I mean, you're on a new you're you're in a new country, and, and you're you get more comfortable than the other team. So maybe something to look for, guys. It's hard to get comfortable with either Atlanta or the Jets. <laughs> True. <laughs> anyway, well, I, it's I, not in from a, in the in the beauty of it is, unless Michael, that doesn't mean bad teams don't have guys. But from a fan fantasy perspective, I'm not even bothering either. I don't, there's not many guys playing in that game. You got to pay attention to. But be honest, no, you but you know what? And not watch it. Are you are you actually going to sleep in, Brian, and not watch the game? Be honest. Uh, well, I'm gonna put it this way. Let me just double. No. Let me no 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 no. Let me double check. Yeah, I I mean I'm not setting the alarm clock at six thirty. No, <laughs> I'm not. I mean I'll get up normal time, seven seven right. seven fifteen, and I'll, I will put it on. I will watch it, but it's not like, hey, let's get up and have Bloody Marys because the Jets and Falcons are playing. That's not happening. Right. Right. Well, hold on, hold on, guys. The right term, the right terminology for what Brian is going to do Sunday morning. It's called he's going to wake up and have brekkie. Yeah, that's what they call breakfast in London. Uh-huh. So he's going to wake up and have brekkie, and then he's going to watch the game. There's so many good uh, fantasy implications with a dual threat quarterback. Sorry, dual threat running back slash wide receiver. The only player in fantasy football that has two designations this year. Cordell Patterson, who is a receiver That's true. and also gets 10 carries a game. I don't know where this come from. I, I mean, they've been trying this with this guy for a lot of years. The only other guy's Crowder. I don't think anybody else has any t- any player on, on the again. Uh, what's his name? Ridley. That's it. Well, no, Another I, I mean, I, from fantasy, see, no. Right. Can, can I say one more thing about this game? Another thing to look for is whenever whenever teams do play in this game, I believe, too, it carries over to the next game. The travel, like where they where they where they don't do well against the spread. Don't quote me on that, but just two things I've heard over the years and and from solid people. I think it's the travel. The, the travel yeah. back is is harder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There well, back, it, it just takes its toll going into the next game. It's like playing. Remember when you said playing Pittsburgh the following week? Well, it's a shock. To, it's a shock to well. their route. These guys are all creatures of habit, right? With you know, right. with routines. So. This t- totally, I mean, it's a shock to the system. I mean, they're, 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 oh, boy. Sorry, 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 who, sorry. That was my uh, Boston celebration. Sorry. Who? Oh, really? Now, so you're Boston Red Sox. You're doing, uh, you're, you're doing production work on the show now. <laughs> sorry, I had to do it for Dave. <laughs> Dave. Ball. Good win, Maybe. yeah. Home team, home team dog, everybody with Cole Cole. Sorry, I'll let you guys get back to it. I just had to do it. Go ahead. That was a pattern that in a row. Now, now Dave. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Dave, I got a question for you guys, and this is for Dave specifically. Uh, and Brian, you could chime in as well. What is there any actual data for the London game as a West Coast team because of the travels farther versus an East Coast team? 
Oh, it's got to matter. Like, is it worse? Yeah, I, I mean, are they, are they perform yeah, worse absolutely. if they're coming from the West Coast? Well, I, I'm going from memory, all right? That generally speaking, the West Coast teams in past years, when they were going to play in London, they would play a game on the East Coast. They, they, they're not they're not flying from L.A. to London. You, right. The way right. It, it used to be the Chargers would play in Buffalo and then hop on a plane and fly to England from there. That The, the West Coast teams would play an East Coast team and continue okay, on yeah. their journey. No, I don't – I could be wrong, but I think that's what the schedule maker did to mitigate that nightmare. I mean, you're not, you're not yeah. going to make a team like the Rams – Play the Dolphins, fly home all week, and then fly. To, you know, they, so they right. they basically. I think that's true. The was any West Coast team played a game on the East Coast, and then just they packed for two games and went to England. Seems fair. That, that's great that they did that. They do that. I didn't. I didn't know that either. But it, but I, it I actually have cool, a. Though, if you had to go from L.A. I actually have a uh, friend of mine who's a big Jets fan, guys, so he's going to be actually at the game, and he actually, uh, I wouldn't say lie, but he made up a story to his wife where he mentioned, he goes, oh, we have some friends in England, you should go, you know, let's get some plane tickets for this weekend, Uh, their friend just had a baby, and he goes, we're going to go out there, and you're going to see her and, and see the new baby. So they, she tells her, and he goes, oh, by the way, Sunday morning, I'm not going to be there. I'm actually going to be uh, going to the Jets game. And it actually worked. It, it worked. Yeah, creative. That's very creative. Kind of strung it along David, there. That's great. Yes. David, what yes. do you say about these teams like, for instance, uh, in football? Do you, when you're, when you, do you look at the spread records like – you know, you always say a small sample size. Like, do you key in on teams like Nebraska that are 5-1 and one against us? So there's two teams. that. Do you guys know the number one team? I'm not going to question. I'm going to tell you the number one team against the spread in college football is Bowling Green. They are 5-0 and oh against the spread. And then the second team is Nebraska. They, were, they are 5-1 and one against the spread. And the worst team in college football, there are actually four of them that are 0-4 against the spread. Clemson, 0-5 against the spread. New Mexico, 0-5 against the spread. Kansas, 0-5 against the spread. Missouri, 0-5 against the spread. Do you think the line makers and the wise guy groups that you're part of key in on these uh, reversion of the mean? Like, okay, you're going to get good value betting on the teams that are 0-5. You're going to fade the teams that are 5-0. and We only have one 0-5, only one 5-0 and team, and we have four 0-5 teams. All right, I'll let you roll with that. So it's the sample size. It's small. But I think one of a team like Bowling Green, you said it's 5-0, and there could be value right. there because nobody really knows that. I mean, and that's not really a huge – that's not a big program. So – there could still be some value there. Basically, they could be underrated uh, still, uh, even though they are better than than how, what everybody thinks, and it could keep going. But I don't know. I don't get you know me. I don't get too into that. And, and for all the Alabama that, Crimson Tide guys, they're only three and two against the spread. So people only remember the teams they cover. They don't, and they go, "Oh, if I would have just taken Alabama." You know how many texts I got? If I would have just took yeah. Alabama and Georgia last week. Okay, guys, relax. They're three and two against the spread. Hey, let me uh, what? let me let me just throw something in real quick before I move on to something else here. 
The London thing that Dave, apologies. The London thing, Dave? Yes, sir. All right. Both teams are getting in on Thursday. All right. So they're they're both going to get in on Thursday. But the Jets head coach, Robert Saleh, first as a head coach, this will be his fourth NFL game in London. He was with the Jags. And he said they tried all yeah. kinds of things. Sunday, they leave Sunday, leave Monday, leave Thursday. I think he's got experience, and he says we have a really good travel plan for this to keep it as normal as possible for the players. So I don't know that this would be the decision-making process that would lead you one way or another, but, I mean, the guy running the show right. for the Jets has a ton of experience on what works and what doesn't work over there. Well, let, no, let me I, just I interject. matter. What's that? Well, I will that say matters. that I don't think, Dave. I will say I don't think it matters, and here's the reason why: living in Baltimore, Maryland. There, that, well, let me tell you: living in Baltimore, Maryland, at 9 p.m. Um, pre-pandemic, six days a week, you could take go to drive to BWI Airport. You hop on the nine o'clock flight. Due to the time difference, you land in Heathrow at nine in the morning, and you can make your 10 o'clock meeting. I, I've done it literally several times. The difference is, I instead I go to Vegas more than I go to London. The time difference is exactly the same. It takes five hours from Baltimore to fly to Las Vegas, and it takes five hours from Baltimore to fly to London. Everybody makes a big deal about flying to London. It's no different than yeah, flying but- from Baltimore to Vegas. Yeah, but you're you're hopping on. Wait, wait a minute. You're hopping on a plane for five hours. You're showing up. That's it. Well, yeah, that's it. And you're going to the cigar. Do it all the time to come see you. Yeah, but you're going to the cigar bar. These guys are going to meetings and practicing, and they're doing all kinds of other stuff. (laughs) Don't tell me it doesn't matter. I'm a little irritated with London, Dave. Last year, I bet Tennessee minus three. I mean, when you Listen, make the five-hour trip, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 wait a minute. You're done. You're, you're done. So the difference is you're making really the, the same, though. You're making the five-hour five flight. What? Oh, oh, you don't notice a difference on how hard you suck on that cigar? I mean. Now, listen, listen. But listen, 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 listen it from a New York point of view. From New York, you fly to Vegas. You leave at 6 in the morning in, in New York or Baltimore. You get to Vegas at 8 a.m. You leave at 9 o'clock p.m. In, in Baltimore. You sleep the whole flight over from the East Coast to London. You, you get there. It's 9 in the morning you've you've literally it's basically an overnight flight you've slept the whole time so my point is, is but wait that a minute difference you you sleep on a plane a no, lot of sleep. a lot I'm of just people talk about normal people well yeah but i mean a lot of people can't sleep on a plane <laughs> you know you're, my, my you're talking is, 50 guys a, the water is an illusion if, if if we were connected by land it wouldn't be that big of a deal the flight itself is no different I, than flying from baltimore to vegas i know john but we've been doing this stuff for how many years or la i mean the the data's out there when teams cross time zones, you know. So the the Raiders and the Niners are good when they go west to east for whatever reason. Other teams go there and they get their head ripped off. It was, it was when I first got here, Cal was like what it was like this up and coming team. My, it might have been when Marshawn Lynch was on the team. I don't know. They were there. The, oh, look at these guys! And they went. They here. You'll remember this. They flew cross country to play Maryland, who was hot garbage. And Carolina, or, or uh, Cal was like a 17-point favorite. They're this ranked team. Maryland beat them by 40. You know, I wish they would have done that last week. Huh. 
Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you got a West Coast that team flying garbage. east. That was hot garbage last week. That was a fake 4-0 team if I've ever saw one. But you brought John, that up, Maryland John, team up. John, go ahead. get off the plane and go do your, your bike ride, and, and your time will probably be worse than if you just comfortably did it in Baltimore. Try your I, bike, I bike agree, ride. but I, I wanted to ask you, Dave, because I know you're limited on the show this week. Last year we were talking about fading the best teams in the NFL against the spread and, and playing the worst teams in the NFL. So just for everybody, and Dave, I know it's small sample size, the worst team in the 2020 season in the NFL against the spread was the Dallas Cowboys being 5-11. and 11. In 2021, the best team in the NFL against the spread, undefeated, the only one to hold the undefeated spot, is the Dallas Cowboys 4-0. So the team yeah, that was good. the worst. So what I'm saying is, look at what I'm saying. Like, if you take that year over year and you go, line makers are going to be off because this was the worst team. Public got burned on them. Here, literally just saying, I'm going to bet the worst team in the NFL the next season. So far, you're 4-0. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, right. I don't know what to mean say they? about that. I, yeah, they, they're clicking. But they that's a line-making issue. That's not a they're-looking-good issue because the line is the line, right? Like last week, Bowling Green was a 17-point underdog, and they covered. It's not about that they were always a favorite. I'm making a point that the line-makers themselves don't put a lot of effort into a team like that because they figure they're not going to get a lot of money because they were the worst team in football last year against the spread. Like I said, they, there were 16 games last year. They were 5-11. and 11. They, they only covered five games. And they were on a – at one point before they won their first game, they were on a multi-year run. They were like 0-22 against the spread before they actually had one of those five wins last year we were talking about. it. And here, now they can't do any wrong, and they're just covering every game. I, so I know now the, I know you the start first... fading Dallas. Yeah, I don't know, but I know the first two weeks they really they really did the house a favor covering against Tampa. Then the game I know the game against the Chargers, the house needed them too, I believe. So I, I don't know now. Now does everybody start backing them? Not not sure. I really don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I'm saying from America's you being a contrarian, better. Do you do you look to fade that team? Because they're so hot out of the gate and think but you're going to get I'm, more value at post. Here you're going to get it opened I'm, up at eight, now at seven. Giants are plus seven at Dallas. But I'm still not sure that people are lining up to bet Dallas. I, I'm just not sure about that. I, I, I don't know. I'm not, especially that game, I'm not fist pumping to, to take the Giants. But let's say they play, let's say they were to play you know, the Chiefs or somebody like that, or the Bills or the Ravens. Basically, all your guys' teams, there'd probably be value. It'd be a spot where. Okay. Oh, okay. So, next question for you, because I'm trying to get as much questions from you as I can before you exit. Stage left, and we Am bring in Micah. Good? You're that good. Here's the question You bet a large sum of money on the Baltimore Ravens. The line right before game time went from Denver minus uh, Ravens minus one to Denver minus one. That move at post. Is that a professional move? Is that a hedge move? It was the only game literally lit up on the DB screen. It was crazy. It was it was moving for a uh, the second slot, the four o'clock East games, the one o'clock Vegas games. It was moving more than the nine a.m., ten a.m. loss, ten a.m., eleven a.m. Denver it, Vegas. Game. It's not. It's not around a key number. So you know, any, was, any, anything, any, anything that's pick uh, minus one, one way or the other. 
can fluctuate and be volatile. It's not around a key number. I mean, I, I never I saw it move had, like that ever. I think they had two-way action on that game. I, I, I think it was just back and forth, professional, amateur, just just good two-way action. I think I don't think they were one-sided on that one. If anything, they needed Baltimore, but I, I'm not sure on that. Yeah, well, especially when the when when the game's minus one or pick, there's no there's no real vol, there's no money line. I mean, the money line means nothing, so that number moves back and forth, and it it, so, it fluctuates all over the place. So the question is, we Actually, all know where Mike is going. We all know where Mike's going to be Sunday night. We know where Mike's going to be. He's going to be waving to Brian, waving to Dave. From and they're going to have the ESPN camera on him on Sunday night. Uh, what what where are you sitting, Mike? Sunday night, Monday night. Oh, Monday night. Where are you I, sitting Monday I say, night? I say, I, I, I think it's... 35-yard line, lower level. Oh, I thought, so it, I thought it was... We don't have a big I, sign. I, I was impressed that Mike was going to be going to the big game this week on Sunday. Well, but you knew there's no way. If it's at home, he's going. By hook no, or by I'm, talking about the, I'm talking about the big game, the Bills-Chiefs. You said oh, he was right, going right. Sunday. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've already been to a Chiefs game this year. We came out victorious. Ooh. My man, Matt's listening. Ooh. Um, listen, the Ravens is a hard number of seven. When do you think that thing starts moving, Dave? Or is it nobody oh, cares until Monday morning? Standard spot to take the Colts at post, probably. Hopefully, hopefully you can get. Hopefully you can get a seven and a half. I don't think so, though. I don't know. And yeah, is the standard spot because take... everybody's making that decision based upon watching what they did in Denver? Exactly. No one wanted anything to do with them. Now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, every everybody's jumping on them. Yes. Well, I mean, Indi- Indi- Indianapolis. That was we we talked about that last week. I mean, the wrong team they're was not favored. Getting any love? Well, that was the team. The yeah, they're wrong, not getting any love. The wrong team was favored last week at Miami. We said that last week. I mean, you know, Indy Indy walks in there, and then again, the advanced line market. If you're standing there on Sunday night, and we did. Uh, on, uh, you had like did Denver five, right? Well, no, the advance line. You had uh, Denver going to be playing at Pittsburgh, and Denver's a two-point favorite at Pittsburgh in the advance line. And you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> you know, uh, if Pittsburgh's respectable against Green Bay and Baltimore beats Denver, how is Pittsburgh not going to go off the favorite? So if you bet on Sunday morning before the games were played. Pittsburgh over Denver, you were catching two points. And as, you know, it just made sense, Pittsburgh's now across as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. And then Bridgewater got hurt. And now Locke's going to be probably going to be the quarterback. Were there what any, do you, do you think, what do you guys think about that, Dave? What's the downgrade from Bridgewater to Locke? How much, just for well, the listeners, what would you rate my friend, he, when you put Locke my in friend, there? he. My friend said a couple points. He while we were watching the game because I asked him the exact question. He's real into what everybody's worth. He says two points, so that that's what I went off of. And it seemed too like the in play numbers were kind of saying that as well as I was watching a move. So two points meaning whatever that's worth on the spread. So like when it was seven, or when it was seven and a half, when it was yeah seven went to seven and a half basically. Right when that happened, whatever it was, I can't remember the score, but it was consistent with what my friend said. So, so if, I got to ask if you: if it was two and now it's one, that that makes sense? Sounds about right. Well, let me ask you, Dave. In terms of overreaction, is an auto bet spot your favorite uh, on the Dolphins? Everyone's going to take 
I I think this game is going to go up even oh, higher. Absolutely. Everyone's going to take Tampa. Uh, oh, oh no, I I think it closes like nine and a half or ten. I think every I think all the sharp guys are going to take the Dolphins here. In my opinion, could be wrong because everybody in the public is going to say there's no way they're going to lose two. They barely won that game. They're going to blow somebody out now. Blah 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 blah. blah. No, this is. No, this is a great emotional spot. They went in, he got his, uh, a win against his old team. This is a standard letdown spot. Miami, take it, take the points. What's your hey, take hey, on hey, that, real, uh, real, 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 real quick, uh, Dave, uh, what's your time frame here? Let me just, uh, just, just get, get the lay of the land here. Are you good for a couple minutes, or what's the deal? Yeah, like five minutes. Okay, yeah, here, no, we got it. Here, how about this, fellas? Here we go. We got a phone call. Vinny wanted to check in on what we were talking about on the uh, London game. It has a really good point. Hi, Vinny, how you doing? I'm doing great, awesome, always love listening to the show. Quick point, you have the teams there, why not do a round-robin, crisscross the teams, instead of flying two new teams a week or two later? I mean, it's not that difficult to make the schedule that way. It'll make up for the jet lag on the return home, whether they get a bye or however the league wants to do it, or two of the teams can play on a Thursday before they travel to London in eight days, and then make it a round robin with four teams already out there. It's I don't a, know why we've never yeah. thought of that concept. It's a great concept. Let me ask the guys. It's a great concept. Yeah. I think the it makes real good sense from a – they get in and they get settled. I believe the problem would be, you know, you've got the two teams that are playing – one team has given up one of their home games. So now you'd be asking another team, if you cross them around, all these other teams would be giving up an extra home game and home date and gate receipts. That would be my guess, the reason why. But it's, his point is pretty well taken, isn't it, guys? No, I'm in favor of it, but I don't want the Ravens to ever give up any home games. Oh, stop. It's sense. all about you. <laughs> I mean, that's that's that an good. agreement. No one wants their team to give up a home game. I mean, however you do it, you can take if it's what is the bottom four teams from the previous year or the previous year before that, the bottom four teams in attendance. However you want to do it, you can do that. If I, you know what? that don't have sellouts, then do it that way. I like I, I like that a lot, Vinny. You know what? It's not like some scheduled thing. It's actually a formula at the end of the year based on results. These are the teams that have to go. I, I kind of like that. Good call, Vinny. Thank you, buddy. I really appreciate it. Good, good stuff. That was interesting. It's a good topic. Really, That was really interesting. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, never thought of that. All right, David. So the NFC West, your Seahawks, I'm just curious. Interesting games in that NFC West. These guys are just going to eat each other's lunch all season long. They're all good teams, but they're just going to take turns beating each other. Yeah, I think standard spot, Seattle. What do you guys think? Standard uh, home dog. I actually like Seattle. I like Seattle in the matchup. I think it is a standard spot. Dave has basically programmed me, programmed me to become basically a robot when it comes to this stuff, and I take the emotion out of it. And it's it's worked very well for years now, so it is a standard spot well, for me as well. This is not a love. Af- this is not a love affair. I'm all over the Rams, and no, and I'm, no I'm, don't I'm, say that. I'm telling you, I'm all over the Rams. Where 
and bet it now because it's two and a half. This game is going to close three. So Where, where's Vinny, Brian? Maybe we need to ask him who he likes in the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, Vinny. Vinny hit the bricks. No, I, I'm, <laughs> Vinny. I'm, it's normally twenty thousand for the season for you. It's five since you called in. <laughs> Give Mike a call. Yeah. No, ahead, I, I just think I, I just you know personally. I mean, the Rams coming off a loss, and you know, Seattle. I don't know. Seattle's. I think Seattle's better on the road than they are at home. It used to be the twelfth man thing up there. I, I think the Rams are really good. Uh, or the Seattle's really good on the road, but I think the Rams coming off a loss, uh, short week. I, I don't know. I don't know how standard this one is. I. Uh, Brian, I think you forgot. Last year it didn't really count toward the twelfth man. So. We're going to throw that sample size out. Yeah, but I'm telling you. They'll bring it. Oh, okay. Hey, we we all have um, we have a way to get about it. We'll talk about it and see who's right next week. <laughs> I, I think we're going to be right, Brian. I think we're going to, we're going to be oh. right. Standard spot. All right. I'm the duly noted. I can't. Standard I, spot for chicken wings. I, Standard I, spot for chicken wings. I can't wait Standard. to. I, I gotta ask. Before I can't. We get off I can't there. wait before for next Dave week's leaves, show already. Listen, but before Dave leaves, is the Bears a standard spot at five and a half? Yeah, I don't know about that game. What do you guys think? I don't know. No feel. I mean, I think the public is going to just smash the Raiders, expecting them to come back and win. I don't. You know, but I'm with Dave five here. Five and a half seem right for two. Doesn't five and a half seem right on that game? It seems right. It, it's, it seems right. Honestly, I don't know exactly which Chicago team is going to show up. Is it going to be last week that looked like a team that could move the ball, or is it going to be the team from two weeks ago? New quarterback, I, I don't have enough data on him. I don't know exactly who he is yet. They did lose their starting running back for five weeks. I don't know if that's really going to be a downgrade because the backup is pretty serviceable. But to me, from, from what I'm seeing, it looks like the right number. Hey, I want to tell you, we're going to take a quick time out. I want to thank Dave Miller. He's got a scoot. It is Sports Thanks, Insider guys. Radio. David, have a good week, buddy, and uh, we'll talk about that Rams-Seahawks game next week. Standard spot. Thanks, brother. <laughs> have a good one. We're going to take a brief time out. We're coming right back to Vegas on Sports Insider Radio. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free.
right, we're back with you here, Sports Insider Radio. Thanks to David Miller, as always, join us. We got John and Mike back on the East Coast. And John, I'll let you do the honors. Uh, we got a special guest jumping in, joining us today. We got Mr. Micah Smith from LegendNextDoor.com, the comptroller of the six-unit syndicate, which we'll explain on the air. If you guys don't know who Micah is, watch my yesterday's YouTube video. Watch his video, his life story at Legend, L-E-G-E-N-D, next, N-E-X-T-Door, D-O-O-R.com. Take it away, Micah. How you doing, boys? We're doing great. How you doing down there in the south? Is it nice and sunny still? No, it's raining. I'm standing outside in the rain right now. Oh, well, that Great. wasn't the answer What's I expected. I got, I got a question for you. To get my... Go I got a... are, you, are you flying to London to watch your beloved Falcons? <laughs> uh, no, no, <laughs> no, not doing that. Not for none, definitely not. So, Brian, that, the guy I was watching on TV hardly. The gentleman I mentioned is not Micah Smith that's flying to London to watch the game. Oh, yeah, you you don't want to get Micah in trouble. (laughs) No, no, not me. (laughs) No, I don't go to any – I'm not a big fan of going to games. I'd rather sit at home and watch. I can get more done. I know you're a fan of going to the Masters, though. You go to the Masters every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's different. There's no football. College basketball's (laughs) over. Got a little downtime. I can enjoy golf a lot more. You know, it's funny you bring that up. I mean, Mike, that is one of the big things and the challenges we're doing this stuff. It's, hey, great, all these games are on, and we talk about it all. We, But, I mean, money management's a big thing, but time management's a big thing to make sure you're doing your due diligence and getting all the information you need on these games. So there's just so much on the docket. That's correct. Yeah, definitely. So I want to ask you, Micah, let's talk about the six-unit syndicate. Let's talk about, for instance, I want to ask you a live betting question. I know that you uh, personally made a play on the Chargers minus six-and-a-half live on Monday. Can you explain to the listeners the process of how you were edge betting? When I asked you after the game, did you watch the game? And you said, I didn't even have the TV on. So explain to a guy like Brian who uses the eyeball test for all his wagering decisions. And there's two obviously different ways to skin a cat. How does one make a live wager while not watching the game? Can you? I'll let you explain that. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I can explain. I've kind of been, I've kind of been sworn to secrecy on how. All right, well, I'm, then, I'm, I'm sorry, I asked the wrong question. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can say exactly, but I'm watching the market price basically versus what that book's offering. That's that's a long story Got it. short. And you don't need a, to actually have a TV enough. on to do, and you don't need to have a TV no, on to no, actually no, no, do no. that. No, I was just right. A, I mean, I know that sounds very foreign. It, it, the bet could have been on the Raiders too. It, just, it was just the software's a little delayed, so you know, able to take advantage of it. Got it. Okay, sorry, I, that was my first foray into asking a question. <laughs> I asked the wrong one. For all the listeners, it'll cost you six figures to get that secret. Now, <laughs> let's talk about the six-unit syndicate. So you basically have been rocking and rolling with these groups, and explain to the listeners the process of why you know you've have 
less volume than Dave, who was just on, but you're able to keep so far. And I know you keep, you're very realistic. You always say, you know, you always try to like poo-poo the run and you always go, well, the bad runs do that come, but without the negativity, because that's just the mind games that we all play as gamblers. Um, How are you able to put this together where you're able to get such a high percentage so far in the season with these groups? I'm just looking at, I have access to a lot of betters, but I'm looking at mainly the who I know of being the sharpest of sharpest guys, uh, Brian included, right? So the sharpest of sharpest people, Brian and David, and, and you know, there's six or seven other guys, and when they're they they have nothing to do with each other, but when they have their same opinion or if they're ha- they're making the market or making the number that this number's off by three points, and they're all saying the same thing, that just to me, it's giving us more value on a game. When these yeah, guys that doesn't mean they can't lose. Just, that right. doesn't, doesn't mean they can't lose. You know, you have a bigger edge. I said bigger edge. I mean, a 10% edge can lose, but not in the short run, but not in the long run, right? Right. Well, and, uh, and, that, and Micah, of, you know, it's funny. We, we search for syndicates, me personally. I search for syndicates every year that could consistently provide for my clients personally, low volume, high net returns. It's done everything it was supposed to do. You know, and that's what our job is. Our job is to find these gems, these diamonds, the, the opportunities that normal betters that can look at the board will never have the ability to get as much data as we get to provide this. And, and John knows personally, I mean, he deals with groups that I don't have access to. And in his perspective, there's not just one dynamic and one way to trade sports that is successful. There's other opportunities, and especially, you know, we're not even ready yet. I don't know if anybody's ready for it, but NBA happens to start in less than two weeks. We're right here, and then college basketball thereafter, and we know how much we love college hoops, and it's like the opportunities just keep growing, and, and it's like it's endless and that's what we're capable of doing is we're doing the research for you so for the client listening that says, I maybe could do this on my own. You can't. It's very simple. You can't. Well, for instance, Micah, you have right now, I'm looking, you have seven plays that you've already released no. to me. Uh, you have a one, two, three. We just added one in about college. an hour ago. Uh, you added one an hour ago. Okay, so. So my point is you have eight plays total, but you have uh, one, two, three in college, and one, two, three, four in the NFL so far, I guess five in the NFL. Either way, my point is is that you got the best of the number on all these games. It doesn't ensure that you're going to win, but if somebody was to actually join today, based on these numbers, where they were when you played them, where they are now, not all of them have moved, but the ones that have moved, you've beaten the number considerably there is a possibility for the late client, he might get the other side because you're middling the game, right? Yeah, if it goes across a strong key number. It's like one of the groups that I'm following, they, I mean, it is 90, I'm telling you, 99% of the time when they release a bet, that number's going to move, especially in a, like that game, for instance, like an hour ago, is a MAC game, right? There's less money on that right. game, that number's going to move early. And it did it jumped a point and a half. I mean, soon as it, soon as they make a bet. Oh, you so, mean I'm not looking at the current lines? Okay, yeah, we can't talk. Well, the good news is we're not talking about specific teams, but I got it. So basically, right. the best of the number has already been given. I got it. Oh yeah, it's gone. That number's gone. 
So, you, and the advantage of that is have somebody like you that can have a, a, a managed portfolio situation, right? So where you can help them get the best of the number. It, it, but they're all right. Or tell them to stay off the game completely because the thing we discuss on the YouTube video is it's, you know, like you said, these guys were playing the Jets at plus eight last week. Then it went to seven. Then it went to, I think, closed at five. And it doesn't mean that you wouldn't continue to release the game at plus five if you knew all the groups were on the game. It's not always about the key number, right? That's right, and there, there were some injury situations in that particular the Titans. I think so they're playing that, that made that number go down more. But, um, but yeah, it, it's hard to come back at that certain point on the other side when you know, the injuries related. It's like you, you asked me a question about the Ravens last weekend. There was just questions about you know Lamar how, how healthy he was, but he definitely showed out. So there's no it just there, depends on the there's situation. no questions about Lamar anymore. There's no questions about Lamar anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Wish I could trade teams. You know where Mike's going to be Monday, right? He'll be right sitting there waving to you on ESPN. Oh, nice, nice. We we get a lot of TV action this year. I got Mike. Mike's going to spend a lot of money on tickets this year. Yeah, you won't see a Falcons game on prime time. No, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's not true. Next next week you're on prime time in London. No. Well, what, 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 what's your definition of prime time? I know, right? That's right. Brecky. Brecky prime time. Brecky prime time. Yeah, bre- yeah, yeah. A little brunch action. Exactly. I mean, it's no wor- the worst thing I've ever done is bet NFL on – I don't know if you guys have ever been in, in Hawaii on an NFL Sunday morning. That is brutal. I was oh, at a man. restaurant all night long till 2 in the morning, went back to the room, crashed out, Next thing I know, at 3.30, this guy's knocking on my door. I jump out of bed. It's my client. He says to me, let's go. We're going to watch that. I said, what are you talking about? Because the game started at 4 a.m. I only went to bed at 2. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Uh, the rough situation. Yeah, crazy. And so, you know, like I said, for guys that don't know about Micah, Mike has been running this, you know, assembling a large syndicate for years. And it's all power numbers. Obviously, I have access to multiple syndicates. You know, as you know, Michael, we were talking to my guy who lives in Vegas and Summerlin. He's got the, the, the money line syndicate. You don't really get involved with those money line bets like our good friend up in Summerlin does. You just, you're strictly like Dave. You're on the spread trying to get the best of the number, correct? No, most of the time, yeah, right. It, I mean, it depends if it's a small. And, and baseball's a little different, but, but yeah, you're correct most right. of the time, right. And obviously, you uh, hopefully you took my advice and you played my Boston game last night, even though you were supposed to be a professional baseball player. Yes, correct. Oh, definitely, man. It's just, you can't bet the Yankees on a singled-out game. Just, uh, the price is outrageous. It doesn't make sense. And obviously, for all the listeners that are listening, you know I'm going to be not betting on the Dodgers tonight. And uh, it's not, it's a basically auto bet spot. You're in playoff action. You got the best teams. To me, to be in a situation where I think, what was it, uh, Brian? I think St. Louis hit a eight. They were 18 and 0 before they had their first loss. Unbelievable like streak. Yeah, it was insane. And now, and now I get to get them plus 240. The auto bet. Auto bet. <laughs> Micah. <laughs> bet. I'm giving it to you now. St. Louis. Brian, St. Louis, Mike, St. Louis, everybody knows. And then the other thing is what I'll do is I'll back that up. I'll have plus one and a half, minus 115. Hey, you know what? And, again, if they get blown out, this is the thing that for people that don't understand, the way Micah plays and the way Dave plays and the way I play and probably the way Brian plays, and we can't talk about 
Mike does all the wrong things. Uh, he just goes full ball in every game. Such small percentages. You know, again, you're, you, last week and you're betting between 1% to 5% of, uh, per game. Correct, Micah? Correct. That's right. Yeah, nothing more than that. Yeah. Exactly, and when I'm betting, you know, I say take St. Louis. For the listener out there that's not a client, it does not mean you log into your account and blast the whole entire account on St. Louis. It just means that from an edge betting point of view, game one of a series, yes, they're on the road. It is hard to win on the road, but you know what? Scherzer has not impressed me whatsoever, and he's not worth that price, especially if you're going to compare winning streaks. The upward momentum is still way greater on St. Louis. St. Louis is confident that they can beat anybody. Yeah, man, baseball streaky sport for sure. Now, for real quick, since you're on the air with us uh, and this is the first time and won't be the last time, why is it uh, Mike wants to know for all the listeners, why is it that we have to get tortured every Saturday, Sunday, not Saturday, Saturday, where we can't get all the games and we have to keep adjusting the percentages because we keep getting more alerts right before tip post? Oh. Well, Sunday, I mean, 99% of your average Joe betters coming in, you know, 30 minutes before the game, they're not betting early. In college, it's a little bit different, but they're not betting early on, on Sunday for NFL. They're all betting right before game time, right? Who am I going to make my bet on? And that's going to move the number closer to, to game time. So it's just the price lines are changing. Like the, the, the Chiefs last weekend just started ticking up right before game time. You know, there, there's a lot of big, sharp money on that game. So it's just something we have to wait on, especially in NFL. It's harder to move a number in NFL versus college. Right. That line went from six and a half to seven, then to seven and a half right at post. What? Yeah, correct. So really I'm just, curious. No, so the, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll say it in a second. No, I was just curious. So when you're playing these early uh, NFL games that you have, you're basically num- you're edge betting the number. You're expecting these lines to move, and there's a possible other side of situation, or you're just beating the number, and then you just leave it open. Well, well NFL, that's a great way to gain edge because it's such an efficient market. It's hard to, harder to beat. I mean, Brian can tell you that from being in Las Vegas. It's harder to beat. So you've got to gain every edge possible you can, especially in the NFL because it's tougher. I mean, do you think that the whole double-digit strategy of you just bet every double-digit dog blindly is a – I mean, that didn't work last week if you – what was yeah. it? What was the game? Plus 18 points. The other team won 30 to nothing. What was that? Yeah, Bills. Oh, that Bills. was Brian's Bills. Okay. We're going to call him Brian's Bills. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, did yeah. you lay the number? Uh, the truth of the matter, I on the previous Sunday night laid 16 and a half. <clears throat> I mean, oh, okay. you you can sit there and say, I know it. You go you go broke uh, laying double digits in the NFL, but yeah. the Bills shut out Miami thirty five nothing and didn't play well. They should have beat the Redskins by forty, and Houston had this Davis Mills kid. God bless the kid. I watched that game. I mean, it got to the point I felt sorry for him. The Bills beat them forty to nothing and didn't play well. I mean, the, the 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 Texans' defense actually stopped them. Yeah. I mean, the, the the Bills could have scored sixty in that game, and Houston couldn't yep. get a first down.
And in a situation when you come off a matchup like that the next week, uh, Micah or Brian, does that change? Like you're getting Texans are getting eight and a half against the Patriots. Uh, I mean, well, you you cannot. How about the Bills are getting two and a half? What's up with that? Well, well. How about Kansas City's laying less than three at home? What's up with that? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean look at that. I mean, I mean, I'm hopeful. I think they have. Sounds a, like my money line guy up there in Summerlin might be hammering the Chiefs. I mean, those are the spots where. If, here, here's my thing, and I want to ask you both this, and I know we're getting to the end of the show. Do you find? I mean, I know we have my one guy that does money lines, but do you guys? Like if a line is two, I don't want to why I don't want to get beat. Like I'll lay forty cents if I can lay fifty cents in a football in a bas- in a baseball game. I'll lay forty two cents on the Chiefs if I was taking them instead of worrying about them winning by one. I like that, especially on the dog side of it. I'd rather just play the money line if it's less than three. Because somebody's going to – right, because the odds are they're going to just win out. Right, if it's less than three, they're going to win out right. Win out right or, or lose by a field goal, you know. Hey, so, Micah, yeah, exactly. Micah, the thing that's crazy here, we're knee-deep into this and how fast this will go and be over. It's, it's unbelievable every uh-huh. year. But college football's flying by, week five NFL. But hockey starts next week in the NBA in two weeks, and you know college hoops not far behind. It's a never-ending battle. Yes, sir. Definitely. It, is. it definitely is. And we're going to be ready to be me. barking to the bank with those dogs in hockey. You got to love those dogs in hockey. Yes, sir. Brian, I'm curious. Did you play? Can you out there in Vegas play any of the MLB Player Awards, like MVP? Cy yeah, Young? yeah, fine. Yeah, I mean, we we can now. Used to be, you couldn't do anything that was judged, but those uh, I got restrictions have come down. So no, they'll have. Coach of the Year, Offensive, Defensive, Player of the Year, MVP. Yeah, uh, those things are available. Hey, listen, it's scary how fast the time flies in a football season and on this particular radio show. Michael, you enjoy the football game. Thank you, thank you. Have yourself a good time. And Mike, is a treat. Thanks for jumping in. We'll do it again soon. John, you hang in there, my friend, and, uh, you know, Give Mike a couple of winners because these football tickets are expensive. Or Mike, just get hot. Just get hot. Get a hot streak. All right. We'll see you guys next week. All right. We'll do it again. SportsInsiderRadio.com. Check out the website. johnsyndicate.com call 1-888-201-4201 that's 1-888-201-4201 direct from the Vegas Strip are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas wise guys the same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Com. Call now. Call three. It's the Vegas Board. Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400. KSHP North Las Vegas and KSHP.com. 
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Gunfire rang out at the Timberview High School in Arlington, Texas this morning. Arlington Mayor Jim Ross giving an update on the gunman to Fox News. I believe there have been mm-hmm. a number of witnesses who've been able to help identify the shooter and that the, the ongoing investigation is, is, is looking for him as we speak. At least four people were injured. 18-year-old Timothy George Simpkins is a person of interest. All eyes on the swing vote of moderate Democrat West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin. Manchin telling folks on Capitol Hill that both parties need to start talking to each other to raise the debt ceiling to stop the financial crisis. We are not going to default as a country. We will not default. That's the responsibility we have. 